WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. I'm Sean Canan, the News and Public Affairs Director here at WMNF, and we are raising funds today. And right now we're going to be talking with Dr. Fred Harvey on the Healthy Steps program. Before that, we I bring on Fred. I'm going to thank Kevin in Palm Harbor for Kevin's $120 donation and their getting the WMNF t-shirt. So thank you so much for that support of Democracy Now!, Kevin. And now I want to have people call in your support for Healthy Steps with Dr. Fred Harvey. Our goal this hour, Dr. Fred, is 2100 So I think with your help and with the help of our great listeners, we can raise that money. I think so too. And thanks for that introduction. This is a great summer fun drive. Um, already the summer has started with some good fun um, and uh, uh, people are out and about and wanting to get out of their houses because it's been a long time that we've been kind of cooped up. Um, you know, uh, men have, um, um, this is Men's Health Month for um, um, one of the uh, 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 national celebrations. And so I thought we should talk a little bit about men's health today. Um Stress is one of the major things that makes it difficult to survive in this world. Um, and stresses of all kinds. Stresses have been building up for us for uh, uh, many, many years. And the past couple of years haven't really helped much at all. Um, what this has done is it's changed our sexuality. And it's changed our ability to um, reproduce to some extent as well. The types of stress that I'm talking about include emotional stress and psycho-spiritual stress, but also physical stress, physiologic stress, biochemical stress. There um, have been many articles written recently about the changes in um, male fertility. And, and, and um, I think it's really important to note what's been going on. Um, sperm counts have been dropping for uh, some time. And the, the amount of um, uh, distress that people are seeing over this is, is immense because we're seeing all kinds of trouble with um, um, uh, fertility. There's a lot of time spent on female fertility and extracting eggs and going through process like that. But Sperm counts have been dropping for many, many years. And this has been looked at many times over the years. Uh, there was a, an article published in the early 90s that showed that there was a 42% decline in sperm counts between 1938 and 1991. And then, uh, well, no, nobody really knew what was causing it, nor did they actually address how to do anything about it. Um, another uh, article, which I'll post to the Healthy Steps page, shows decline of 52% between 1973 and 2011. So if you had a 42% decline from 38 to 91 and 52 more from 73 to 2011, and then there's been actually um, more um, um, articles about it showing even further problems, um, we're looking at probably a 75% reduction in sperm counts. The um, 
uh, one of the articles suggested that the observed trends in sperm concentration might be linked to the, uh, the effects of environmental factors, including endocrine disruptors. Well, since 1950, we've increased the amount of endocrine disruptors put into our environment by uh, industry and um, 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 all types of industry. Uh, um, manufacturing has used endocrine, endocrine disruptors. Um, PCBs are an endocrine, endocrine disruptor. And PCBs were used as insulation in transformers for many years until they realized how toxic they were. The problem is we don't look at toxicity uh, in the right way uh, in Western medicine and uh, only look at lethal doses. I've talked about this before. Instead of looking at chronic small doses that alter the way the systems work. Um, the article, uh, the authors of that article that talked about the endocrine disruptors also mentioned that there are many other things involved. Um, body mass index, so obesity decreases your sperm count. But with obesity, you get the toxins that are endocrine disruptors because um, atrazine is a well-known herbicide that is associated with diabetes. That means diabetes and obesity together. That also changes the way your hormones are functioning. And so these chemicals are affecting many physiologic process. Uh, uh, um, nutrition, uh, lack of or excess also contributes. Uh, systemic, um, system-wide uh, system diseases like diabetes, cancer, um, or infections also are involved. And um, thousands, thousands of chemicals should be included um, in this this. Um, list of things that are problematic because they have demonstrated testicular toxicity in animals, but nobody tested on humans. Um, it's, it's unethical to test on humans, but for some reason we think it's ethical to test it on animals. Now that we have AI and uh, advanced um, uh, learning with machines, we can actually predict which ones of these molecules are going to do bad things based on other molecules. So we can actually reduce a lot of that uh, testing and just look at what's going on. Because uh, groups of these chemicals actually cause problems. Pesticides like ethylene bromide, dibromide, carbaryl, um, solvents like glycol ethers, carbon disulfate, 2-bromopropane, toxic heavy metals like mercury, lead, uh, arsenic. Um, many of these things are all involved. And besides the chemical assault, researchers almost must consider the, the physical factors like ionizing radiation. So think about it. If you have your cell phone in your pocket next to the jewels, it's likely that they're going to be affected by microwave radiation. Not a good thing because they actually hang outside the body because they're sensitive to heat. Lower temperature helps sperm form. So if you have a heater like a microwave right next to them, you might actually find that there is actually a decreased sperm count. And um the um, um, radiation decline in sperm count is well documented. Also, regular consumption of tobacco is a terrible thing. It, it kills the body, essentially. So uh, alcohol uh, also disturbs spermatogenesis. So I think um, uh, we need to really pay attention to these chemicals and these influences uh, and, and try to eliminate them. You know, carry your phone in another place. Um, things like that. But in the meantime, I think we need to promote the health not only of 
uh, our bodies, but we need to promote the health of this fabulous radio station. WMNF is community-sponsored, community-funded. 75% of the funds here come from individual listeners like you. And it would be great if you would consider supporting this show if you like it. And in fact, we were fortunate enough to have a $400 anonymous donation that needs to be matched. So in this hour, please uh, try to help open your purse and pocketbook and a wallet and give us a bit of support here because we don't want to lose the $400 that can match these donations. So please, um, I know we're not going to be taking calls today, but you can email me, you can text me. Please, let's talk about these issues. And uh, when you do, please send a small donation to WMNF.org. Go online, look at the tip jar or the donate because it's right on the first page and go to HAN, used to be health and nutrition. Now it's healthy steps. 813-239-9663. You can also ask your question to the wonderful phone bank volunteers we have in the phone room. And if you ask, if you put your, your question in the comments, when we read about your donation, we'll also ask your question to Dr. Fred Harvey. So we are doing it a little bit differently this week because as once or three times a year, we come to you with your, to ask for donations. And I want to, and Dr. Fred mentioned that we have a $400 challenge from an anonymous donor in Sarasota. So we, in order to get that, we would need four listeners to donate $100 or more to join the circle of friends at $10 a month. One of those two things. You can either make a $100 donation straight up or you can join the circle of friends at $10 a month. And I want to thank some people who donated before the drive and some people who are calling in right now. Just so you know, uh, last hour, we had a donation anonymous in Seminole for $21 and is getting the bumper sticker. So thank you for that anonymous donation to Democracy Now! We appreciate that. And before the drive even began, we had a few donations for health and nutrition. So I want to mention those before we get to any that might help to us to get that challenge. Again, the number to call is 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. If you support this programming, if you like having health and healthy steps on the radio show with Dr. Fred Harvey, Sarah from Bradenton has called in a $75 contribution. This was before the drive even began. Also, we got an anonymous donation from Sarasota before the drive. Kimberly Wall is calling in from Lombard, Illinois with an $88.50. She's getting the WMNF bucket hat. She says, I just want to support WMNF and Dr. Harvey's Healthy Steps show, sending love from Chicagoland. She's a former St. Pete resident, so thank you for that donation. And also, we got a donation before the drive from St. Petersburg, anonymous, $26.25. So thank you for those donations that came in before the drive. Now I'd like to thank you with your contribution during the membership drive by calling 813 813- Two three nine nine six six three, or you can make a donation at wmnf.org. And when you donate at wmnf.org, you can also type in your question if you have one for Dr. Harvey. Uh, here's a call that just came in. Juan is calling in from Bradenton with a $21 contribution. So thank you, Juan. And now it's time for you to donate. 813-239-9663 or wmnf.org. Thank you, Juan, and thank you, everyone, who's supporting this show. I enjoyed doing it, and I want to keep doing it, so keep supporting this and keep supporting this great station. Um, Another aspect of male sexual dysfunction is low testosterone. Low T is basically the buzzword these days. You see low T clinics all over the place. 
the question is, um, why? What's going on? Well, um, numerous articles are looking at this issue. Um, we are having uh, steady declines in testosterone levels over the past 30 years, over the past 50 years. Um, we are uh, not as um, uh, testosterone-filled as we used to be. Um, the, it's a very complex issue, and we need to look at it um, kind of with a, with a skeptic eye because things have changed over time. One interesting study I read showed that, um, uh, oh, this is going back to sperm counts, but sperm counts actually decreased because in one situation where they were um, um, administered a, a um, um, organochlorine pesticide that altered the, the sperm uh, or the, the semen quantity. So what happened is the semen quantity increased and the sperm count decreased. The other problem, though, is that even though there's still the same amount of per sperm, they, they actually have less motility. So that also changes. And, and I haven't even gone into the sperm motility issues, but that's another side issue that goes along with the, with the sperm counts. But with testosterone, um, again, there's many things that come into play here. Um, starvation will decrease testosterone levels because obviously when we're in a um, famine, we don't want to reproduce because the kids are going to die. So our bodies actually know to shut down production of certain things. So we don't do things when we don't need to be doing things. Um, <clears throat> it's really a brilliant um, design. But um, so diet, exercise, uh, and, and other influences will, and other diseases will change testosterone. The HIM, the health and medicine study that was done in Australia, 40,000 people, I talked about it before. It shows that you have a significant uh, impact from medical illnesses diabetes, hypertension, um, and um, 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 sleep apnea, all greatly affected. But here's the thing. Since um, the uh, uh, 90s and earlier, there is an age-independent population decline. So all these other factors, age, um, environment, and uh, 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 other things were rather controlled for. Uh, no, sorry, age uh, and, and, and um, 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 size were controlled for, but not anything else. So Age independent, we have 100,000 men in one study that shows that testosterone has declined by 50%. The trend continues down. Um, from, and that was uh, from um, a study that was done from 1940 to 1970, I believe. And then there's one from 1987 to 2004 that, again, shows the trend continues down. And even more recently, um, a, a decline in adolescence. Um, I have a little problem with the way current science is going about looking at this. They've done something called harmonizing the, um, the, the, the natural normal levels. And so for me, that means they're actually um, making it easier to say that a low testosterone range is actually kind of normal. When, when we looked at this years ago, it really wasn't. A lot of things have come into play here. Um, we actually have a, a society that between 19, say, 40 and now has gone much more sedentary. There are a few manual labor jobs that contributes because squatting and lunging and doing things with your lower body actually increased blood flow to the pelvis and increased testosterone levels. Um, then we have an increase in um, obesity 
obesity directly is associated with lower testosterone levels, as is diabetes and high blood pressure. High blood pressure is one of the most significant ones. They have found that when blood pressure is better controlled, there is better testosterone level. When blood pressure is better controlled, there's actually better erectile function. And so vascular disease is a big part of this. Um, the endothelium is the lining of all the blood vessels. And it is the endothelium that gets damaged in all of these conditions. The endothelium will be damaged by toxins like toxic metals and petrochemicals. It will be um, <clears throat> damaged by high sugar and diabetes and by high blood pressure when the, the pressure is too high and pumping on the wall of the blood vessel, it tears it a bit. <clears throat> and so um, it will also contribute to Alzheimer's disease because there's a huge blood flow issue going on in, in Alzheimer's disease. And, um, and then low testosterone is associated with osteoporosis. It will cause it, but also uh, people with osteoporosis should be screened for uh, low testosterone because they are directly associated. And so <clears throat> what we see is this all of these external sources and changes in lifestyle that have come to bear on our testosterone levels. And they've really put such pressure on it that we are actually, uh, you know, saying that the quotes normal and quotes range, which is actually really a reference range. And I wouldn't consider it normal. It's a reference range for what shows up in the testing lab today. It's much lower than it ever used to be. So we can understand why there might be trouble with um, fertility. And we're seeing actually, you know, decreased birth rates in America. So what, what are these things that are associated? Obviously, um, low testosterone is associated to some extent with um, um, low fertility, but sperm counts and erectile function are really a part of it. And crazy enough, low testosterone isn't directly associated with erectile function. But I can tell you that associated directly with, erect, with, with function of the uh, uh, radio station is funding. And we are a community-funded radio, and we really need your support to keep this radio going. Remember, if you want truth in journalism, if you want really varied music, you're not going to get this on regular stations that are supported by commercial advertisers. Commercial advertisers actually get to control the content. We don't want our content controlled on WNF. We want to be able to speak the truth. We want to be able to hear the most variety in music. So consider getting online right now and going to WMNF.org and going into the fun drive and giving us a bit of money here. Call up 813-239-9663 and talk to the lovely volunteers in the studio because they are anxiously awaiting your calls to support here. And when you do so, ask a question about low testosterone or low sperm count. And let's engage. 813-239-9663 is the way that you can talk to one of our wonderful phone bank volunteers. Or you can donate on the web, as Dr. Fred Harvey said, at WMNF.org. And I have a couple of people who just uh, donated, and I want to thank them on the air right now. Kirk Sink. Kirk Sink from uh, St. Petersburg, $100 contribution. Thank you for that. And uh, he, he says he listens every Monday to Dr. Fred. So thank you, Kirk, for that donation. Also, Enza from Tampa with an $88.50 donation. And... Uh, 
So getting the WMNF t-shirt. So thank you. This is from Charles Rutenberg Realty. Thank you for that donation as well. So we recall listeners that we had a challenge for $400 and we needed to get four $100 donations. Well, we just got one of those $100 donations. So right now we're still looking for three people who can donate $100 or more or join our circle of friends at $10 a month or more. And we will get an additional $400 toward Dr. Fred's show. I think right now we're, we still have about $1,600 to raise between now and the top of the hour. So please, if you appreciate having a great Healthy Steps show on WMNF, call 813-239-9663 or donate on the web at wmnf.org. Thank you, Sean. I'm wondering um, if uh, our um, um, engagement today is is scaring some men. They don't want to talk about this, and that really does happen. Um, I I just I nobody really wants to talk about erectile dysfunction, um, uh, but we do know that there's a multi billion dollar industry selling the blue pill um, online um, from um, many different generic manufacturers in many different countries that aren't America. And um, it's become quite popular. But, you know, one of the biggest causes of erectile dysfunction is your head, thinking, emotions. Stress is the erection killer. When you're stressed, your body knows, your mind knows it's not time to reproduce. Having kids in times of stress is bad. You don't have kids during wartime, but after the war, you have a baby boom. We have pretty darn good evidence of that around the globe after World War II. And that was a massive, you know, five-year, six-year stress on the planet. We're working on that now. We have two and a half years of pandemic going. So it would kind of be expected that maybe birth rates could go down during that time. But I think with people staying at home, they, they went up a bit, just slightly. But... Um, the um, um, amount of erectile dysfunction um, is actually um, um, really crazy. Uh, They expect that there's uh, maybe 300 million men worldwide who deal with this and that 30 million men in America as of 2012 were possibly affected. One in 10 is estimated to have ED at some point in his lifetime. And in one study of eight countries, the U.S. had the highest rate of self-reported ED. Well, we live in one of the most stressful nations in the planet. We are the melting pot and the boiling point pot. And every experiment of stress is tried here first, I believe, except possibly famine. We haven't been there yet, except way back in the 1930s. But if we continue the current way we man, uh, uh, uh mine food, essentially industrial food production in the Midwest, it's likely we're going to lose that too, because the droughts are coming. Um, the, um, uh, and with age, as, as we get older, it seems to be more. But then if you think about it, as we get older, we have more medical issues. We've been exposed to more toxins and we have more stress because we're responsible for more things. Men older than 43 times is likely to get it compared to younger men. Um, possibly up to one third of all men over 40 have trouble with it. Um, and so um, there are lots of medications now available to help treat it. But one of the best things you can do is actually control blood pressure. If blood pressure is elevated, it's highly likely you are going to have 
erectile dysfunction. So deal with things like that. And then illicit drugs, uh, stimulants, and smoking cigarettes uh, really are uh, um, um, common causes of this problem. Obesity and diabetes are probably responsible for 8 million cases in America. And, um, you know, probably 80% of the men who do have erectile dysfunction are overweight. And so over time, um, um, it's been increasing. Um, in the uh, um, 1990s, uh, there was an article um, published that showed increasing, and then they did another one late 2000s and showed that it's actually getting worse. Um, but um, really, there is, you know, cardiovascular disease, heart, heart attack, heart disease is the number one killer. Um, heart disease is also the principal cause of erectile dysfunction physiologically because the endothelium is involved. It attacks the ability vascular-wise to get it up. People with prostate hypertrophy are also more involved. Big prostates cause problems there. And the big prostates come from poor diet, diabetes, pesticides, herbicides, these things, these hormone disruptors. And so we really need to um, uh, pay attention to these diseases that we've got because that's actually going to uh, help us um, get ahead of it. So... Um, in order to get ahead here, again, um, I am not seeing the uh, 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 emails light up with questions. And so that means that I'm not seeing a lot of donations coming in. So I think we need to really consider supporting the station, supporting the show. If you like the topics that I'm providing here, if you like the music that's on, like the, the drive this afternoon with Bobby Dusenberry and the Lulu's tomorrow, and... Um, um, uh, some of these other great programs are just amazing. Um, I love um, um, the afternoon uh, with Scott Elliott and um, the weekend stuff is very interesting with Sunday Simca and, and the 60s show. There's just so many good shows here. Surface noise I love. S consider just giving a general donation and supporting the entire station because it's so good. So call 813-239-9663. Yeah, Dr. Fred makes a good point. Not only do we have health, Healthy Steps or other news and public affairs programs, but we also have great music here on WMNF. And you can support the whole shebang by calling right now, 813-239-9663. When you call that number, you'll speak with one of our terrific phone bank volunteers. Right now we have Jim Campoli back there, Nate Bonilla-Warford, Jimmy, Cassie, who you know from Robbins on WMNF with Robin on Wednesday afternoons and Marcy Short. These are all our phone bank volunteers who are back there waiting to take your calls at 813-239-9663 or you can also make a donation on WMNF.org. So I want to remind people that we have a challenge. An anonymous person in Sarasota has donated, will donate $400 if we can get four. $100 donations. We'd already gotten one, so we need three more. And I'm about to thank one more person who has donated more than $100. So we still are looking for two people to call 813-239-9663 and donate $100 or more to support Healthy Steps with Dr. Fred Harvey. Let me thank some people who called. Lurleen 
Aslanian. 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 I'm sorry, Lorleen. I mispronounced your name. Sarah from Sarasota, $63 donation and is getting the WMNF reusable grocery bag for their donation. Oh, and she says, I very much appreciate Dr. Harvey's functional medicine perspective and WMNF's interest in offering his enlightened and wide perspectives. So with donations like that, we can offer shows like this to you. So thank you for that donation. Also, Lance Gurney from Sarasota has contributed $50. Thank you for that. And here is a donation from Valerie. It comes from Kenneth City, $120. And uh, thank you so much for that donation, Valerie. So again, with Valerie's donation, we just need two more people to donate $100 or more, and we will uh, meet that $400 challenge. We still need to raise about $1,200, I think. So please call now, 813-239-9663, or you can donate on our secure website, which is wmnf.org. Wonderful. Thank you, Lurleen, Lance, and Valerie. Um, let's keep this rolling. Um, so, you know, the um, I'm, I harp on it a lot, but it's, it's so important. Toxicity, toxicity, toxicity. This is one of the main things because, you know, we can be stressed, but we can actually control the stress better if our mind's working well and our, our hormones are balanced and our neurotransmitters are balanced. But the problem with uh, some of these petrochemical toxins is that they disrupt our emotions. They disrupt our ability to think correctly. And so we end up having difficulty with stress. We can't deal with the stress as much. So physical, um, uh, physiologic chemicals can make us intolerant of emotional stress. And they're everywhere. Um, the articles just keep rolling out. Um, the chemicals within us, a great article from National Geographic talks about how um, uh, there are so many things in the environment, like the, the, PD, the PBDE, the, the polybrominated diphenyl esters. These are um, flame retardants. You know, I, I don't want my uh, plane seat when I'm flying to go up in, in flames, nor do I want my bed to do that. Some of these things may be useful. Um, maybe we shouldn't smoke in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the real thing is that these, these things are everywhere in our environment. So much of our uh, um, um, furniture, our um, you know, upholsteries of any kind, carpets have so many flame retardants in. The NIH has done studies um, showing that uh, on average, humans in America have a, 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 a mean of like 275 toxic chemicals and, and nine different metals that are not nutritive and don't help our systems. So we are polluted and this is contributing heavily to the changes in sperm count, to the changes in uh, testosterone and to the increase in disease that results in erectile dysfunction. Scientific American, um, uh, the toxins all around us. This is as far back as um, 2011 when they start started talking about the the plastic liners on the paper cups. Those liners that contain petrochemical compounds like BPA that disrupt our normal uh, functioning. And um, there's a great uh, um, uh, online. Uh, magazine called The Conversation, and they really uh, go into depth on some interesting topics. Uh, the one I'm looking at, exposure to man-made chemicals influences genes controlling aging, the immune system, and metabolism. So here's three big uh, 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 targets. Um, 
um, the um, a, uh, aging for one. So aging doesn't have to happen rapidly. I'd rather defy the processes of aging by doing smart things like eating well, eliminating chemicals, exercising every day, and having good relationships. But um, if we have these toxins on board, it becomes difficult to um, be able to manage this. And um, so we end up with, with these other difficulties. So the immune system, think about this. If we had eliminated a significant amount of the uh, toxins over the last 20 years, if our, if our FDA had supported citizens instead of supporting business, instead of supporting industry, I've read some of the stupid art, uh, 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 arguments they have for not getting these toxins out of industry. The arguments are, well, it would disrupt industry and, and, and people would maybe lose a job or there would be some trouble with, with profit. It's like, well, profit from suffering is evil anyway. So maybe they shouldn't be profiting because I'm not really sure that these things are actually all that good for our bodies. Um, so... Um, if we had gotten rid of some of this stuff, maybe less people would have died because of the pandemic, because immune systems would have been more functional. You know, less than 1% of all the chemicals out there have been tested for real toxicity, and none of them have been tested for chronic toxicity. They only, you know, throw enough into a rat to see what, what dose it dies at, the lethal dose. And that's really not a way to evaluate how these things are actually toxic over time. And so um, uh, our metabolism, you know, so our immune system is impaired by it. Diabesity is caused by the amount of pesticides and herbicides in our food. It directly is associated. Um, it's like 84,000 chemicals registered currently, um, you know, late, late, 2010s, maybe 2020, 84,000 that have been released to the world by industry. And only 250 of them um, have been actually tested um, by um, United States agencies. Europe has tested some more. The EU does a little bit better job of that. Um, and um, so they are able to control um, 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 more chemicals. But you know, I think they've tested 1,800 or banned 1800. We've banned like 11 chemicals in this country. I mean, the, the, the green, orange, yellow crap that's in things like Skittles is just poison and it's killing our children and killing adults too and changing our metabolism. So we really need to be paying attention to these, these things that go into our body. We should really look for as clean food as possible. Um, whole foods are the best way to go. They can't pollute them with as much stuff. Although, you know, we have a practice in our modern world of waiting until a crop is beautifully ready for human consumption and spraying with pesticides. So we make sure that the, the, it doesn't rot in the store or fungicides. And then we ingest these toxic chemicals. But one way we can actually work on changing this narrative is through support of a really um, a strong uh, journalistic uh, station like WMNF. Um, WMNF provides news that is not available elsewhere. And unless we get individual support for this station, the honest, truthful news and the wonderful other programming is possibly not going to be available. So we still have a $400 anonymous challenge out there and we need some more donations. So think about calling 
the uh, offer the the radio station right now and uh, support us at eight one three two three nine nine six six three and. Uh, Sean, do we have any more donations yet? We do have a couple of new donations, but I want to remind people about that $400 challenge. The challenge is if, if four people can donate $100 or more, this anonymous donor in Sarasota will give us $400 to match that. So far, we've gotten two of them. So we need two more people to donate $100 or more, and we'll get an anonymous $400 additional donation. I think we still need about 1000 or or $1,200 to go during the program in the next 17 minutes or so. So please call 813-239-9663 or make a donation on the web at wmnf.org. I want to thank Pete McCarroll from Palm Harbor for a $40 contribution. Pete says, thank you for taking your time to keep our community healthy and happy. So thank you to Dr. Fred for that. And thank you, Pete, for that donation. Also, we have a question from a listener who just donated. This uh, uh, comes from Nancy and John Ogden in St. Petersburg. And they are asking a question about how to get rid of leg swelling after a knee replacement. Nancy and John are donating $500 to Healthy Steps. So thank you very much for that wonderful donation, Nancy and John Ogden. And uh, that means we only need one more person to donate $100 and we'll get a $400 challenge. And we'll be pretty close to making that goal. We're not quite there yet, but we do need at least one more $100 donation and then a few donations after that. So Dr. Fred, is, it, is that something that you can answer about getting rid of leg swelling after a knee replacement? I can definitely work on that. So um, when somebody has a knee replacement, that is a major trauma. And as anybody who has, a, has had a knee replacement knows, um, so when we get trauma and we disrupt all the blood vessels and the lymph vessels in the area, we have a migration of white blood cells and all kinds of chemicals into the area to help repair it. And so um, <clears throat> the injury itself creates this trauma that creates a, uh, this, this response that is going to cause swelling because that's part of the way inflammation works in the system. So to deal with that inflammation, there are several things we can try. Arnica, homeopathic Arnica, um, a 10X um, is a uh, anti-inflammatory type uh, homeopathic treatment. It can help with surgical recovery or recovery from any kind of trauma best used immediately after and until the swelling goes down, but it's never a problem to take it anytime. And it doesn't actually interfere with any other kind of medications because it's homeopathic. You just need to use it away from other medications. And other things that can help are elevation. And another thing is lymphatic drainage. A, uh, it's a very special kind of massage that can help move swelling out of an area. I like enzymes, protease enzymes, proteolytic enzymes. That's P-R-O-T-E-O-L-Y-T-I-C. Um, there are many of them on the market. One that's been around for 50 years is called Wobenzyme, W-O-B-E-N-Z-Y-M-E. And uh, yet there are, there are many other ones out there and they're all very good. And you want one uh, uh, that is specifically protease, not a digestive enzyme, but one for inflammation. And you want to take a good dose of that on an empty stomach several times a day. What that does is help to get into the system and clean up some of the debris that's leaked out of the blood vessels and out of the joint and into the tissues around that aren't supposed to be there. So it helps to clean up that area and help the swelling go down a bit further. Curcumin um, or 
curcuminoids, extracts from the turmeric plant. I like uh, 95% curcumin extract and um, a dose of that once or twice a day or even three times a day is very helpful. Boswellia, that's from the plant frankincense. Boswellia is another good anti-inflammatory. And uh, a dose of that a couple of times a day could be useful. And uh, another thing that could help is fish oil. Fish oil is a great anti-inflammatory. And you want to get 3,000 milligrams of the EPA and DHA. That's the actual omega-3 fatty acids. You don't just want 1,000 milligram uh, fish oil capsule and take three a day because you might only have two or 300 milligrams of the active ingredient. In it. So look at the label and make sure you're getting enough of the omega-3s. Well, thank you for that information, Dr. Harvey. And thank you for that donation to the Ogdens in St. Petersburg. And that was a lot of information. So if you are interested in finding out more about how to get rid of swelling after a knee operation, go to WMNF.org after the, about the bottom of the hour. So around 1130 that this program should be archived there and you could listen back to the whole show again if you if it, uh, there was a lot of information to gather and keep track of. So I want to thank everyone who's donated so far and to say that we still are looking for donations, please call 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org is where you can make your secure donation. Remember, we still are looking for one person to donate $100. If we do that, we will have met our challenge and we'll get an additional $400 toward our $2,100 goal this hour of people to support Dr. Fred's show, Healthy Steps. Here's two more donations that just came in. Calvin and Suzanne Sloan from Riverview are donating $50. Thank you so much for that donation. Also, Anonymous from Holmes Beach is contributing $26.25. And Anonymous says, you're the best, Dr. Harvey. So thank you to those people who have donated. Again, we're, we're about maybe about, um, I want to say six, seven, eight hundred dollars short of our goal right now. I think we might be able to make that a especially if very soon we get that $100 gift that will help us get an additional $400. So whatever it is, whatever level of donation you can make, please show your support for Dr. Fred Harvey and the Healthy Steps Show on WMNF by calling 813-239-9663 or donating on our secure website, which is wmnf.org. Yes, I really appreciate all the support today. And uh, thank you so much to the Ogdens for that very generous donation and everyone else who's given. Um, and when you do want to listen to the archive, don't forget, uh, whenever you're listening to it, um, you can always click on the tip jar and continue to support the station. Uh, when you go to listen to the archive today to get that list of um, anti-inflammatory agents you can use for anything, including that knee, um, think about going to give that donation while you're listening to this excellent information. The nature of our um, um, problem here, and I'm going to go back to toxicity, it's, it's just that we, re we really have um, been sold out and it really is distressing. Uh, if you think about it, the FDA, uh, the Financial Drug Administration, uh, approves drugs for financial purposes um, uh, primarily and then secondarily for medical purposes. And they also allow the pollution of food with these chemicals. For some reason, um, artificial dyes are allowed to be placed on pharmaceutical pills, in pharmaceutical pills, and in our food, and on candies and other things. These are all known to be toxic. Um, there may be a few of them that aren't, but nearly everyone in chronic dosing has an ability to change something. Uh, 
For example, tartrazine yellow dye number five. If you see yellow dye number five on your label, you know that you're ingesting a chemical that's well documented to cause an, a change in your immune system and increase the incidence of allergy and asthma. We see right now across the nation an increase in allergy and asthma. Could it be that the FDA is allowing us to be polluted so that we get more allergies and asthma? We know this happens. The scientists at the FDA know this happens. So I just have a question. Why do they allow this to continue? Why does the FDA allow people to ingest foods that alter hormones? Why does the FDA allow people to put on cosmetics that contain fragrances that alter hormones? I think that the use of fragrance, artificial fragrances in teenagers is one of the most egregious things we're doing. It's altering their ability to metabolize their hormones normally. It alters their personalities. And we don't really know what it does long-term to fertility. It's just another layer of poison that doesn't need to happen. There's absolutely no reason for any food to be given an artificial additive for color. What's the purpose other than merchandising? which to me then is profiting off suffering because eventually those colors are going to cause allergy, asthma, um, um, infertility, cancer, heart disease, and all these other things that we have well-documented that toxins are the source. And so, you know, I started talking with, uh, you know, men's health, but this is global health, but men are being affected directly by this in fertility. And it's happening also indirectly because it'll cause obesity, diabetes, heart disease. We know that diabetes causes some problems, but there was an elegant or several elegant studies and an excellent book written on it a couple of years ago that showed how heart disease doesn't necessarily need to come from diabetes. They showed that the heart disease um, in people with diabetes is in the people with diabetes and high levels of toxicity petrochemicals and toxic metals like mercury and lead were responsible for the heart disease in the people that actually had diabetes. And so they get diabetes, then they get obesity, and then they get erectile dysfunction, low sperm count, and low testosterone. It's all associated. So we need to have a government that's responsive to our health, not to the financial health of industry. Because, you know, fascism is what supports industry and a good democratic representative republic takes care of its citizens. And so I'm having some difficulty with our current government's approach to the poisoning of its population for the profit of its financial uh, institutions. How do we accept this? How do we change this? We change it by making sure that people get educated about it. We change it by keeping radio shows and radio stations like this alive and well. Because without a radio station like WMNF, which is a flagship of community radio, people learn from WMNF how to run community radio. And community radio like this that's so responsive to its community needs to be supported. And so I'm going to ask you guys to start sending a few more donations in. Give us a call here at the radio station at 
813-239-9663. Go online to WMNF.org and dive into the donation jar and look up HAN and support this show and this station so we can keep bringing you great information. Thanks, Dr. Fred. Yeah, I do want to thank some people who have just donated. And I should say, it looks like there's a couple of people on the line, so that's good. If you do get a busy signal call, uh, you can donate at WMNF.org, or you can just call back at 813-239-9663. A couple lines just opened up. We have a couple people on the line, so you can call 813-239-9663 right now to... uh, to uh, make a donation to support Healthy Steps and to support WMNF. So Rebecca Falkenberry and Bill Stokes from St. Petersburg have just donated $100. That means that we do get that $400 challenge. So thank you very much to all the people who have donated so far, including this anonymous donation from Archer, Florida, with a $100 contribution. They're getting the bucket hat. They say the doctor is doing a great job. So with those donations, I I haven't done to the penny, but I'm back of the envelope math. I think we only need $200 more in the next six minutes. So maybe there's a hero out there who really loves healthy steps and Dr. Fred and the information that he brings every week. Maybe you can make that $200 donation right now by calling 813-239-239. 9663, or even better, go to the website WMNF.org, select HAN, Healthy Steps, from the pull-down menu where it says direct your donation to, and make that $200 donation to help put Dr. Fred and the Healthy Steps show over the goal for this show. I think we're going to make the goal, but we can only do that with your help. Please call 813-239-9663 or donate at WMNF.org. All of you heroes out there listening, um, I really appreciate the fact that you tune into my show regularly. I love giving you this information. I, I really believe that we can change the way we do things on this planet, in this country. And America is pretty much the most powerful nation on this planet at this point. If we make the change, people will follow. You know, California is the biggest state in the nation. When it makes a change, the nation tends to follow. So we can be leaders. We can really do this. We can figure out how we can take the Environmental Pollution Administration and turn it back into the Environmental Protection Administration because it's really marginal right now. It's been hampered by a lot of idiotic uh, uh, fascist politics that have kept it from doing its job. And and we're trying to get it back. Um, we need to talk about things that are affecting our our health, and we need to talk about it truthfully rather than hiding it and 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 uh, burying our heads in the ground. Um, the um, we just have we have too few chemicals. I've mentioned that so so few that are that are actually tested for safety. Too few uh, chemical manufacturing uh, facilities are inspected. Um, uh, it's like, you know, inspecting our food producers. Um, you know, we've been hampered with that too. People have uh, put in laws that prevent filming at these concentrated animal torture centers that they call uh, production facilities. Um, and, and they probably have laws that keep people from filming inside the manufacturing plants too, because they don't want us to see what they're doing to us. Um, the, you know, over the past several years, even though we have so much abundance in this um, um, uh, state or this this nation, um, <clears throat> the EPA and OSHA have had their enforcement budgets cut 
by 20% since 2010. Why are they doing this when we're having more and more toxicity and more and more chemicals? And uh, just like with most major um, um, issues when it comes to policing up and, and, and uh, uh, causing uh, um, um, penalties, you know, Tampa Electric Company for 20 years lied about the stacks, the, the scrubbers on its, on its smokestacks. They didn't put any in. And when the state of Florida found out that they had dumped 3,600 tons of mercury onto the Florida estuaries so that such so much that the, the freshwater fish pretty much can't be eaten because there's so much mercury in the water, um, they paid like a $2 million fine after $2 trillion worth of damage. You know, even if a worker is killed on the job, the maximum fine that OSHA can impose on a facility is $70,000 per violation. That's a life. Well, I think seven million might be more in alignment with reality there, and a fine falling. The average fine falling a worker's death in 2014 was about five thousand dollars. That's pretty easy to deal with when you're a multinational global corporation with trillions of dollars. They don't even care about it, and so we really need to have a government that is responsive, a government that looks back to help take care of its people. Because what I see here is our government's failure. Um, they are allowing things like Aldrin, Dialdrin, Chlordane, DDT, Endrin, Myrex, Heptachlor, Hexachlorobenzene, PCBs, Toxaphene, Dioxins, uh, uh, PDBEs, all these things are allowed to be in our environment. And all of them have known effect on sperm counts, on testosterone levels, on erectile dysfunction, on female fertility, on diabetes, on heart disease. We're being killed by American industry and we're not stopping it. It's time we start thinking about this. Well, we're thinking about this because of great shows like Healthy Steps with Dr. Fred Harvey, which comes to you every Monday morning at 10. And we're asking for your support. And you can support this show by calling 813-239-9663, just like Renwick Adderley did with a $100 contribution, is getting the WMNF t-shirt. Also, Vicki from Murdoch, Florida, is also contributing $100 and getting the WMNF t-shirt. I don't have the exact figures, but I think we're really close. I think if you call in your donation right now, Dr. Fred's Healthy Steps show will go over its show goal, 813-239-9663. You can also make a secure donation on our website, WMNF Tampa. I'm sorry, the website is WMNF.org. You are listening to WMNF Tampa, St. Petersburg, Sarasota, Clearwater, Lakeland, Polk County, Pasco County, Hernando County, Manatee County, all over the Tampa Bay area have we has called in for its support. I'm almost certain that Healthy Steps is going to go over its goal thanks to your support. Well, Dr. Fred, thanks so much for another great show and congratulations. Thank you, Sean, for all your help. This has been wonderful. And you're listening to WMNF Tampa. After the NPR News headlines, it's your chance to support sustainable living. You can still call in to support Healthy Steps right now, 813-239-9663 or WMNF.org. We'll be back to thank the last people who are who are donating right now to Health Healthy Steps. Again, you're listening to WMNF Tampa on 88.5 FM. 